up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. What's up? I what's am up? Billy. And I am Dolphin Steve. Dolphin Steve from <laughs> the guy who does not watch football came in today. Look at this. It's like Miami, it's like Miami threw up on him. Look at this guy. He, he walks in here. I'm cold. I'm yeah. cold. <laughs> Anyone who's seen and heard this podcast knows. Yes, we, we have recently recently upgraded the air conditioning. It is considerably different in here. But for the longest time, oh my goodness, you would sweat wearing a tank top in here. That's how hot it gets. So Steve, well, he texted me this morning. He's like, listen, I know I don't want to do the wheel today. I got three topics, entertainment, sports, politics. I'm like, you know what? I'm killing right. myself, man. I'm as long as, long as we're gonna, as long as we're gonna let this go with topics, I'm good, you know. So I knew, I knew the uh, Bills was on the docket today for sure. Oh my goodness! And it is, it's so funny because so I am not one to ever, I'm not one to ever talk crap. Like right. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a trash talker. Right. I'm like, listen, we'll see what happens with the game. It's just one game, and I truly believe that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So the other day, I found out some of the guys I work with are some dolphin fans and they're sending out emails you I'm just like, found out well i knew they are but okay. like not not trash talkers which okay. again i don't mind at all i'm down the trash talk okay but for those who <clears throat> do not know i am insanely superstitious i uh, if you saw the one bills video i put out every time buffalo plays i put on the same Bills shirt the same shorts and as long as they win i do not wash them take them off <laughs> hang them up game comes on again i put them on i do not wash them until they lose so I don't talk smack because what's going to happen is if you run your mouth, there's a good chance that something's going to happen and you're going to have to eat crow. And I don't like that. Right. And plus, anything can happen. I'm not out there playing. I'm not going to talk crap to something I have absolutely no control over. Okay. Though I do have fun doing it with, with – as long as it's normal back and forth. Right, right. So Friday, I t- uh, one of the guys texts me about a job, emails me about a job, copies the boss on it. Them two are Dolphin fans. I reply back. You know, job's good. You know, I'll we'll verify on Monday, da-da-da. Go Bills, put a big emblem on there, and that's it. And Did you actually say Go Bills? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so you, you started it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm something myself, okay. that's no big deal. Go Bills, no problem. Right. You know, just back and forth. Okay. And then he replied back with something, and I replied back with something. And the whole time I'm telling myself, listen, stop. This is how bad things happen. As long, the more you do crap, the more you're going to have to eat when it comes time around. Uh-huh. And then driving to pick up Briella. I'm not sure you've ever seen these <clears throat> Miami Dolphin colored ambulances out there. No. They're, I mean, but they're not real ambulances. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I assume they are. Okay. But they're just orange and teal. Okay. With ambulance on the side, the big heartbeat looking no, thing. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's there. And so I texted him. I took a picture of us today on the way to you know, pick up the Dolphins after this weekend. And he and he replies back. He goes, we'll see what Death, that heat that what that heat does to Buffalo. Death nail. Definitely. Bro, and I don't. I normally never do that. Okay. Never, because okay. I don't like talking trash. Okay. Man, and then when, when we went to the game yesterday, it was fun. Oh, you went to the game? Oh yeah, yeah. Liam oh. and I went. What, what do you know? What, uh, like, how were your seats? We were. We sat right behind Josh Allen, row one. Okay. Like we could touch him from where we were. We were the really? first row. Yeah. Well, is that a is that a good look? Like, I mean, it was really in terms good... of the field. Seeing the yeah, game, yeah, you can stand up and see it because okay. they kept. They had like every time it, every time it got hot or the offense came, they walked over the shade things, the PVC with the shade on them, sat them down, mm-hmm. so you could kind of like look through and see the game, or oh. you could stand up and look over it. Oh wow! And then when offense was on the field, they brought them over to the defensive side, and you could see everything. Okay. 
But we, I didn't pay for that. I wasn't there to watch the game. We're there for the hope that Buffalo wins because the Bills and the Bills Mafia and Josh Allen are very interactive with the fans. Mm-hmm. So we were there for the for the possibility that they win. They'd turn around and see a bunch of Bills fans sitting there, come by and, and shake hands. Okay. And it didn't happen because Buffalo was on the field when the game ended. And, so and everybody kind of walked off. Yeah. Right. But – the game was good. We were there. Like we could see everything. It was it was fantastic. But it was for the hop opportunity to maybe have him high five Liam during the game. So let me ask this question real quick. Uh, yeah. Is it is it literally called Bill Mafia that, yeah, that section? Yeah, Bill Mafia. No, no, just in general. Bill, the, oh. it's a visitor section. Um, the side behind the the wherever the opposite team is, the mm-hmm. visitor section. There's a small area where. It's known this is a specific place for the visitors. Okay, so you know, it, is, it doesn't team. matter if it's the Jets. Or yeah, the yeah, it doesn't this, matter. This section is going to be for visitors. Yeah, it's a visitors. Okay. It's behind the visitors bench, so you pr- not, you try to get your tickets there. Got it. And that's where we got our tickets. Row one, right on the edge, where like you can see the news people. No, walk I can by. picture where where your boy Calamari got slapped in the face, and that's how close you are to the field. I mean, right there. Yeah. Okay. Where like we were. Like I said, he he kept. Well, I got I got videos of him walking back to the bench, and like he was three feet from us. Okay, like, it was crazy how close they were. Okay, but um, yeah, man, it was it was a crazy game. It uh, I we'll get to it in sports. So you brought you. So yeah, I don't because <laughs> I have a lot of problems with the game. Listen, let's let's get to it in sports. But yeah. I want I just want to say this. So I. Dressed the way I just read here today, <laughs> just as a joke. Just as a joke. I mean, my brother gave me this three, four years ago. Yeah. Never wore it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I, I, I am the guy who hates to wear anything uh, sports, any kind of sports paraphernalia. I yeah. hate to wear it. I have this one heat shirt, that uh, T-shirt, that I wear like maybe twice a year, three times a year. And I and I hate when I do it at that, at that point, but I do it because it's red. And I never wear red. So just to break up my the monotony of my wardrobe, and yeah, once in a while I wear it, right? But I, I hate wearing anything that's sports-related. But I was like, this would be so hilarious <laughs> if I walk in here, you know, get it down and, and, and it, dolphin it snake. It was funny. I turned around. I was like, look at this guy. You got to be kidding me. So Listen, I, I'm the, I would do the exact same thing, 100%. Like when um oh when my, uh, my nephew was born, Makai, he was born in the very beginning of COVID. Like they kicked him out of the hospital. Usually hospitals raking the money by keeping you in the a hospital for four or five yeah. days. Or your kid has jaundice. Let's do this. All crap. When he came to COVID, they got him in and out in two seconds. So I went to they they met at the park over here. So I have a hazmat suit. I put the hazmat suit on. I put on the I put on the um the the, 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 the airman yeah, yeah with like the big yeah things on the side. Uh-huh. Like I had, I had the big stuff on the side here, the a cover, glasses, like the goggles with the things out, gloves in my hand. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch your baby. <laughs> so I'm 100 percent that guy that does that obnoxious stuff. Right, the so, prop, the prop. Yeah. Right, right. So, only, only if it's someone who I know is who can is appreciate, into it. Yeah. yeah, who can appreciate the joke. Right? Yeah, like you know, like the Buffalo one today, emailing the guys this morning. I would have been like, oh, and, um, job done. This that would have brought up the game at all. Like I don't. The game is over. Once the game is over, my life goes on. Listen, and this is so I didn't realize how dominant Buffalo has been over the Dolphins. And listen, hold on. Before we go any further, guys, listeners, fans, we almost never talk about football. You know what I'm saying? So you got to give us a little bit of leeway here because, especially considering the fact, what are the odds that Billy is a Bills fan and I'm a Dolphins fan? We're out of South Florida. And, you know, this is just one of those times where you just got to give us a little bit of slack. Just cut us a little bit of slack. Well, 
But listen, and I, I let you say that because I say the same for for um, basketball. It's our show, <laughs> so you know. Right. So listen, going back to this, uh, I I didn't realize how dominant. Uh, so now, so let's just transition this into sports. So now, now we can really get into it. Right, I didn't sports. realize how dominant the Bills have been over the Dolphins these past few years, yeah. which actually proves the fact that I've, I've actually checked out. I've checked yeah. out of the whole football thing for several years now. So I didn't realize how dominant they were. So, um, and think about that. We've known each other for at least 10 years, right? Yeah. And we never got into it about Dolphins and Bills. So... This is just proving the point that we're not really, you know, we don't talk trash about our, each other's team. You know, you win, you lose, whatever, yeah. you know, life keeps going and, on. I mean, it, listen, if if I was better, you know, acquaintances with Eddie across the street, he's a New England fan. He's a New England fan, I yeah. would talk crap to him. But you didn't, you didn't watch football, so I don't, can't talk crap to you. And when I watch basketball, we rooted for the same team. Right. So there's no need for like, okay, I'm going to talk trash to Steve. His team, we had the same basketball team. Mm -hmm. Two different football teams. But you didn't watch. So, I mean, again, I'm not going to lose any sleepover. I'm not going to – once in a while, we go out there and say, hey, man, Dolphins suck. Oh, come on, man. We're getting better. <laughs> I haven't watched, but we're working on it. So, so, so let, it's happened. So, let's talk about the game. Let, let, I, I want to talk about football at large, but let's talk about this game for, for a second. Yeah. So, there's a couple of things that I noticed, right? One, um, there's a lot that I noticed, but something about Tua. He threw a, a touchdown in the end zone to um, – Waddle. No, it wasn't water. It was was, uh, it, was it a deep ball or the short? Short ball. Okay. Like a, a white guy. I can't even remember his name. I didn't even know he was on a team. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. He threw, him a, he threw that ball, and because of replay, you saw that the ball left his hands before the guy made his cut. And I did not know Tua was capable of doing that. And 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 listen. So, I, I, and, and, and in trying to explain that to you, mm -hmm. because I've watched, I think I watched... I watched last week's game. I watched this game, and I might have watched one preseason game. I don't even think I did. I don't know. But all I know is that when I'm watching Tua, I'm always scared there's going to be an exception, right? Because he, I mean, he is like slinging that ball. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And because so, and he this, looks like he he winds up, and every even a five yard out to a seventy yard pass, he throws everything he has, everything into and it. It right? looks like it's very labored to watch him do it. But I so wonder, I I wonder if it from. is. But the point I'm making to you is that... Maybe because he's a lefty. Maybe. That's true. And and I think everything lefties do look kind of awkward might, to yeah. a righty. That right? makes sense, yeah. But all I know is that when he made that throw and because of instant replay, it looked dangerous just in real time. But yeah. when they did instant replay, I was like, crap. That's a gutsy throw. I mean, he actually threw it well, before the guy even made his break. So if that guy would have slipped on his break, if you know, so many things could have happened wrong that could have turned into an interception. But because everything went well, when that guy turned, that ball was right on him. Well, you know? that's that's how the play's supposed to be. Well, I I don't know. I didn't think I I didn't I didn't believe that he was capable of that. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. I'm just because. Like, this is, I uh, remember with uh, Levitard, Mike Ryan was a music snob. Like, you'd say one thing off of it, he'd have to correct you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So, like, here's like, well, that's not a gutsy play. That's that's a basic play. Because you were so close to the goal line, because the defender is so close to the receiver, you have to lead, you have to throw the ball. So, by the time he turns and the ball's there, the defender has no time to, to get to the ball. Right. So, that's supposed to be a very basic one-on-one Football play, but do, can can we agree that that's lacking in football in these oh, days? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterbacks? They, they do a lot of um, zone offense mm -hmm. where you go five yards and turn and find the open spot. Find and the sit spot there. and sit there. Right. Very few guys throw open their receivers mm -hmm. or can hit a guy in stride anyway. Mm -hmm. So where you see it now, it's like oh look at they 
they talk about it at length when a guy does a a leading, oh, look at that great throw. He threw him open. And this should have highlighted 75 times where— Because it's so rare to yeah, see it nowadays. Well, listen, it's, it's one good throw. It's, these are professional quarterbacks. There's only 32 of them in the world. They better be able to lead somebody open. Mm-hmm. But most of them haven't, can't do it that often. So some smart offensive guy said, hey, let's do set of zone defense. Let's do zone offense. You see the guys lined up every four yards. Let's cut in and boom. Mm-hmm. Then the short, quick guy became the, the number one receiver. New England, and you see that all the time, You see right? it now. Right? You see it with Cooper Cup. You saw it with Welker. Mm-hmm. New England, every guy yeah. they had. Right. You get the, the small underneath guy, Cole Beasley, with Dallas and with Buffalo last year, and they just catch and run. Tyreek Hill's a great example. You had the arm with Mahomes that go deep, and I'll get it to you. But besides that, you hit him on a five-yard cross and in stride, mm-hmm. Waddle yesterday. Yeah, you're almost never going to catch these yeah, guys. Yeah, I saw that. In fact, the one that you're talking about, uh, Waddle in stride, mm-hmm. I, I that was a beautiful play, man. I saw what you you said something last week about um, they they have the ability to slow down to catch the ball, but they but their ability to speed right back up is so profound. Like Tyreek Hill catches the ball mm-hmm. and he immediately turns around like he's returning a kick. Which blows my mind when he does it. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't catch and run. He catches and turns because he has the ability to just crank up and go mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, God. And when the guy can see the field this way as opposed to running and just kind of looking back, when he sees all Much of it. Much more dangerous. Much more and dangerous. And with his speed, it's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. So I, so anyway, I saw that and I was like, okay. So all that. So that's the one thing that I saw about. One critique I saw about. Oh, the second thing I was going to say about uh, Tua. When he fell. And he took him off the, the and, he, and he had to he lost the right towards the end of the yeah, half yeah. right. At the at the time, I thought it was because he hit his head because they showed the replay over and over again. No, where he, he, got, his he head. got hurt before that. I didn't know that, but I was thinking when I saw I said, "Hold on a second. I know I know what it's like when you pop your head in the in the and you and, and hit the ground. Yeah. But I and, and I'm telling you what I'm saying right now. All these thoughts ran through my head. Almost immediately. Yeah. I know what that feels like because I've experienced it before. I know it can shake you up. But with with all the advances that we're having in helmets, I can't imagine that they built a helmet that's not prepared for that, 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 that quick whiplash. So if this guy actually got a concussion because of that, I'm 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 out on Tua 100% because it's like now you're showing me just how weak you really are. And I actually had these thoughts in my head. So later on, when I found out, it was the uh, goal line, not the goal line stance. Yeah. The, the, yeah few, when, here before, they've been in the backwards. Yeah. I thought I broke him in half. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even see it. Yeah, no, I told him it was, he too, too was hurt because he got up real slow. I didn't even see it. And I saw the hit where they, they he would, he was winning and he hit him. And I'll, you still like, I can only see where his upper body was. Right. And it bent backwards. I'm like, yo, I think, two is, I think he's dead because he went back the wrong was, way. Was this like a quarterback sneak? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I saw the quarterback sneak, but I didn't realize. Oh, no, I saw it. He went back. I was like, okay. oh, God. Because I yell, like, oh. Yeah. Even at the game, Liam was like, I'm not seeing you like this before. Right. Because it happens every now and then. Like, Liam didn't know I was this big of a, of a football, football fan. fan. Okay. And so three or four years ago, when Buffalo played Jackson, and I was yelling at the TV the entire time, he's like, I've never seen Dad like this. Uh-huh. And well, Buffalo's not been good, right. so I, I don't get <laughs> right. passionately involved for regular football. For no hope, right? Yeah, I love <laughs> I love good football, but I'm not going to get nutty about it. Okay. And then in the game, a couple of times yesterday, he was like, "I've not seen you move so quickly before." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, because in, in the house, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get out of the chair." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm like, "Oh, doing a." He goes, "I've not seen you move this quickly ever." I go. 
Live football is different than home football, which I still move quickly, but there's variations of when you are involved mentally with it, you know? And, I got he, it, and I got he's it. looking at me laughing like, you're nuts. Because I have this in me that I don't normally show it. Because in all seriousness, once the game is over, you it's gone. About it. You don't even think about it anymore. You know, right. we're, we'll get to the, to, the, to the clowns of the game in a minute. But go, going back, you saw Tua get bent over backwards. So you saw it. I didn't oh, see I it. Oh, I saw it. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, crap. He's, he's hurt. Bad. Okay. So the fact that he gave – now, I, I will say this, that I believe that that was pivotal in that last drive because I had this sense that we had momentum on our side and that we could have scored in that drive. But the last thing I'm going to say, and I'll give you the floor – that dude, um, Teddy Two Gloves. Oh my goodness! I love that guy. I want him to do well oh so badly, man. <laughs> Why? Because he's a, he's a good dude. I like the way he plays. He's not a clown. He's not egotistical. And every place he's gone, he's been the guy they've been trying to replace. The two plays that and oh, he did three... happen to take one of the worst hits I have ever seen in my life. Is that when he got hurt? Like yeah, he when he got knocked year? out of Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, like I literally like I joked about O'Toole being dead. I really thought. Bridgewater died on the field the way he was laying there a hardy hit okay because he he's a hundred pounds soaking wet you know what I mean I, I was surprised how small he was so was I oh my goodness I'm, so I'm at the game I'm, I'm sitting there with Liam and said who's number five he's like <laughs> I don't know I mean he's as big as the coach yeah like, man yeah, he looks so small man and he he comes in and, and, and Liam me him and I at the same time it's Teddy two gloves because he has his two gloves on uh-huh. I'm like holy crap I didn't I knew he was a small guy but my god I know he was short yeah I thought it was kind of thin okay oh my god was he small but listen in the two, he got two two plays or three plays? I think three. I think two sacks. Oh, my goodness. I looked at him. I was like, who? I, so I thought these thoughts. I said, if 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 Tua goes down, forget about it. The Miami Dolphins are going to be unwatchable. Unwatchable yeah. in terms of their offense, which made me think about Josh Allen. Yeah. Who does Josh Allen have backing him up? Casey Keenum. Okay, we talked about that before. So do you feel comfortable that Casey Keenum no, can? No, no, no. Because I was very discouraged. Yes. I was serviceable, very, yes. I don't even think Teddy Two Gloves is serviceable. No, he, he, at this point he might not be. Right. But Sir, Case Keenum has proven to be a guy that's going to win you games, not lose them for you, keep you winning, and allow the stars around you. You know, He's not going to make that incredible play to keep the drive alive. But he's, but not, he's not going to lose you the game. He's not going to lose it. So okay. he's going to be right there in the middle. So... No, I would listen. If Josh Allen goes down, Buffalo season is pretty much taking to take a huge shot. Which I wanted to tell you. Remember, I told you about this guy JB coached last time we talked about it, and yeah. I said he was critiquing quarterbacks. What he said about Josh Allen, I remember I brought him up, but he was actually talking about when he was ragging on quarterbacks. He actually was talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he did bring up uh, Josh Allen. What he said about Josh Allen is that, and I saw this yesterday. He takes unnecessary hits, and and he said and. Where wherever Josh Allen goes, that's where Buffalo goes. No, period. There's no down. questions about it. Yeah, not even and close. he's taking unnecessary. He's at the stage in his career and in in his development where it's unacceptable that he's taking the kind of hits that he's taking. Yeah, he and hold, I he saw one ball, of those hits yesterday. He holds the ball a little bit too long, waiting for the big play. When even when he rolls out and runs the ball, it, it gets me like, come on, dude, like you. There's a few he had to break off it, 10 it's yards. Not, it's I'm, not I get accept- it. It's, listen. But there are ones where he's back. They're holding, holding, holding. Where he should have taken off and ran out of bounds. He should have dropped to the ground. Where he just kind of lowers his head and tries to go for two yards. Dude, it's two yards. You're the franchise quarterback. Two yards, we can give up. You don't have to do that. I, I Look, I, I there was a hit that he took on the goal line. Like uh, It was, I don't know, fourth and goal or something like that. Yeah. Where <clears throat> he got hit by two, two def- d- 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 um I think it was a design run. Yeah. I think, 
But all I know is that they hit him in such a way that I'm like, this is the this is this is the career ending hit. Like this, yeah, the, yeah they're out where there. Where one guy gets you up high, one guy gets you low. He had no place to go, no place to protect his body. He just had to absorb the whole yeah. hit. And I'm like, this is unacceptable. And and if it was a design run, shame on the freaking coach, man. What are you doing, you man? Know, there's they, there is some very. I mean, listen, they're they're showing they're showing Ken Dorsey. Getting pissed off and yeah, smashing. Sorry, listen, to me manage yourself. You called the stupid plays. Mm. I mean, it's fourth. It's first and goal from the two, and you don't have. You can't run the ball. You got to do a quarterback sneak. You got to do some stupid play calling. Run the damn ball. Mm-hmm. You have Moss, who is a he's a banger down low. He he should get two yards in four plays. Singletary, he he is feisty down low. You have Cook. He can do it. You have Josh Allen who can get up the middle a couple times. Instead, you call these stupid-ass plays and then get pissed off when they don't work. Right. Get out of here with that. He's the problem. You think so? I mean, you don't think your offense looks better this year than last year? No, it's the same crap. It's the okay. same nonsense. They The first couple games, I thought they kind of gotten it better with running the ball a little bit more, with, or at least timely runs. I mean, yesterday with – I mean, both teams were, were, were getting gassed. But Buffalo, they had no, – after about the second quarter, they were dropping like flies. They, I mean, they called timeouts yeah, like oh every, yeah, it every was, it five was, minutes. It was kind of, it was kind of concerning. But listen, listen I'm not the, sure if you guys even saw it on TV. Like one guy would go down, you know, wave the arms, and like four guys would drop. Yeah, and it's like, what the we hell? We did is see going that. We did see that. But listen, I gotta tell you something. I was surprised because both the uh, uh, Buffalo's offense and Miami's defense were on the field almost the entire game. And I was very surprised looking at how weak Buffalo was looking as the game wore on. Yeah. And how Miami didn't seem to be affected. Now I don't know. Was this a? Am I? Is that, was that a mirage or was it true that no, no, Miami they, seemed to be stronger? Buffalo had a lot more guys get tired and beat up. Okay, like, way more. But I, mean, I don't even think they were beat up. I just think that the no, heat the was heat. Re- they was kept putting announcements down. on the field. Buffalo had four or five guys that throughout the game were questionable due to heat, mm-hmm. and it was on the big screen. Like that's what it was. And my dad talks about it all the time. He's like, you know, 20 years ago, coming out of Miami was a guaranteed loss. Now they're practicing the bubble. Now they're weak asses. It's still hot outside, whether you're practicing the bubble or not. Uh-huh. So when you come from a place with zero humidity or low humidity to a place here where, where it's, like it's hot and you've got an extra yeah. like 10 pounds of sweat exactly. or water on you from just being in the moisture Say in the air. Say nothing about the pads, right? Yeah, it's, you're getting – it's tough. That being said, I'm going to do what I'd normally rail against 100%. When it comes to Buffalo, you had a missed field goal, three points, a botched snap at the end of the first half to kick the potential field goal, that's six points. You had, But he was going for the touchdown. No, not that one there. You're you talking about the one where he went out to the side? No, the end the, to end the second quarter, to end the half, they were going up trying to clock the ball. Right, and he threw it. He fumbled the snap, so he couldn't clock it, so he had to throw it to Diggs. Oh. He fumbled the snap. Because it would have been a, it would have yeah, been a fumble? Yeah, it would have been a fumble. Ah. What he could also could have done, though, is picked it up again and thrown it right back down to the ground. Okay. But because you're a professional athlete, when things go sideways, your instincts kick in. I got to move the ball down the field and got go. Got it, got it, got it, So got it. that's a potential three points drop there. The missed field goal, another potential three points. The sack of the sack and fumble he got inside the five, where Tua got hurt, that's seven points there. So there's 13 points potentially, with seven guaranteed, 13 total, where Buffalo potentially would have been a 13 point swing. Right. They lost by two points. That being said, like I hear these people, I see these people on on Twitter, on Facebook when I'm when I'm in there with them talking about the Bills stuff, and then I do a little bit of a Bills podcast here, small potatoes compared to some of these guys. But these are the people who are like. Listen, man, take away this, take away that, take away this, and we kick the Dolphins' ass. Okay, great, but you can't take it away. 
The missed field goal did happen. The fumble on the goal line did happen. The botch snap did happen, and Buffalo did lose. Mm-hmm. You can't get to the Super Bowl and say, oh, we would have won had had what? Had the guys not tackled you, you would have scored a touchdown. So stop with your nonsense. Buffalo's play calling has been bad for X amount of years. Ken Dorsey looked to be a little bit better with it, but it's still bad. They still do not run the ball. They have three but serviceable listen, but running backs. But shutting down the run? It doesn't have- matter. It's 100 degrees outside. Sometimes you have to take a break from running your guys 35 yards down the field in every play. They were doing a lot of dump-offs. They did hit Singletary. He had like seven catches for 70-something yards, but he was a check-down guy. So these guys are running crazily down the field, looking, 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 looking. And he was looking, the recipient and he's of the, yeah, clearing out That's got to be your first end. guy when it gets 110 degrees outside. Okay. You have to keep your guys fresh. It was, like I said, it was a great game. The guy at the end of the game, Miami's running the ball, two straight runs. Buffalo stops him, calls their timeouts. Miami, on third down, throws the ball with no timeouts for Buffalo, stops the clock. The dumbest play call I've ever seen, on top of all the other ones. They punt the ball. The guy gets blocked into the punter. He kicks it out of bounds. And then Buffalo doesn't, doesn't have the wherewithal to know you have no timeouts to spike the ball often. They're just going down, going down. Like, no, you've got to clock the ball. You're going to run every— No, No, listen, I'm telling you right now. They had one decent play. They run up, run up and clock it. What? Then take your time. I you think, cannot waste. Are you clock. sure that it was a, it was third down? I think it was third down. That's I'm not talking about that. Play. I'm talking okay. the whole drive. Okay. They were getting chunks. Then run up, spike it, clock it, then go from there. They kept going to the next play. The next play, when you get down to the very end, when you have no other options, that's what happens. Yesterday, they go out of bounds. He he should have fallen down. M- McKenzie. Yeah. Now he. He actually cost you time because instead of running straight out, out of bounds or dropping down, getting up and running right, right. back, he, he he actually tried to get yeah. more yards as if he, he wasn't going to get the touchdown. The, right. kid, the punt return, right. Crowder got the ball on the one on the let's say the fifteen, ran I think it was seven seconds to get to the the nineteen. Mm-hmm. You took seven seconds to go two yards. It's the end of the game. Get out of bounds. Save clock. Call it a day. Right, right, right. And we talked about it quickly the other day. You know, situational football. That's what New England coaches, when they were good, they didn't worry about X's and O's. You will never find a New England game where the guy didn't get down to get the ball back. He was never scrambling for an extra two yards on a kickoff. They knew clock was most important. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo screwed it up the other day. They need to stop early in the, in the, in the drive, clocking it early in the drive, rather than running up, getting in play, getting in play. Because when it doesn't work, you have no other options at the end of the game. So, I, listen, I, let me just ask this last question before we switch yeah. topics. Um, did, did, so, I watched that game, and I walked away saying, okay, I'm not sh- Buffalo's clearly, to me, the better team, right? But... In my mind, I'm like, is Buffalo not as good as I'm giving them credit to be? No, Or is Miami better than what I thought they were? And so that's my question Buffalo, for you. Buffalo has arguably, but not arguably, the two, the best safety tandem in the NFL. And they were out. They were out. Right. They had two def- starting defensive tackles, um, edge rusher, out. So you like had, they didn't play at all in the game? They didn't play at all. Okay. So you had four. But two- listen, it's not like we scored any points. No, but that's my point. So the, what you could have had probably couldn't have happened. There, again, the potential. Jalen Waddle on a the, on a third and whatever, 12, 22. 18, oh, 12, did a 22, and yeah. gets gets a 50-yard play. Right. It's probably not going to happen when you have the two best safeties. It could. Don't get me wrong. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Right? But playing the odds, odds are that's probably not going to happen. 
if you have your two best pass rushers or a D tackle and you're you're another pass rusher getting after Tua, he's not going to have five seconds to throw the ball. He'll have two. When they did get pressure on him, the ball was to the ground. It was Mm -hmm. all over the place. But they got very little pressure, and they were gassed the entire time. I mean, Von Miller was in a sideline pouring Like, all of them were tired. It was unbelievable to see how badly it was unbelievable. They were. Well, listen, it was unbelievable to see. I'm not saying condition as far as the heat. Well, it, saying, it, it takes a toll, Listen, man. listen, it was um, from the TV. I don't know if you can see it when you dive, but it's unbelievable to see how much shade was on oh, the Dolphins side listen, Steve, versus we were, how much heat was on the we were, sunlight. We were on, on the, the bench. We were right, right there, so right you behind felt them. The, so you were feeling yeah. what they were feeling. 100%, yeah, yeah, minus yeah. all the running in the pads. Yes, it exactly. was. Like, we'd stand up to cheer Sit back down and your butt would be on fire because how <laughs> hot the seat got in that amount of time. Okay, so but listen, but did Mi- did Miami show you anything? No, no. So it so they they, are, they I had what they I knew what they but, had. But, they but, have but, speed. But, but I'm saying defensively, because so offensively nothing, nothing, no, no, they're there. But defensively, since this was an offense defensive battle, right? That both both sides were on the on the field most of the game. Yeah, you would say Miami's defense won. What was missing in in Dolphins? No, I wouldn't what, say Miami's defense won. What would you say was missing in the Buffalo's offense that didn't allow them to take them adva- take advantage game. of Miami? A run game, but, but that's Buffalo's issue in general. But the game that I I watched it right, and I saw like okay, say for one play, maybe two. Yeah, Miami like shut their run game. I was happy every time they ran but the ball. My, but Miami, but Buffalo doesn't have a run game. And you're not going to develop one on five on five tries. You've got to constantly run the ball. And then when defense gets tired out, your two or three yard runs become five or six, become nine and ten. That's what happens. But to run, Josh Allen threw sixty some times yesterday. Yeah, four hundred. I've told plus you that a hundred a hundred times. Unacceptable. Losers pass the ball all the time. Right. That's what happens. Very rarely. And he wasn't his, co- he wasn't coming from behind, so that no, they need to they, keep they were they were having a problem. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about entertainment. Look at this. Don't see. Here's okay. the thing. Go ahead. Bills ninety plays to my to Dolphins thirty nine plays. First downs Buffalo thirty one to Dolphins fifteen. Total yards four ninety seven to two twelve. Time of possession four forty to nineteen. So except for the score, the only thing that matters. No, I didn't see anything from from Buffalo from Miami at all. Their defense got dogged out. Buffalo had unfortunate mistakes from coaching and again a fumble to a fumbled snap. That could potentially give a field goal and poor play calling. So my Dolphins, even on defense, those guys are fast. They were there. The play, the play that we're going to jump the entertainment. It's this last thing. The play that that um that uh Allen fumbled the ball. I'm yelling timeout on the sideline because you can you, see you can see him coming. No, it was down not not see him coming. It was down to like six seconds, and the tight end was doing this. They were crisscrossing. He was trying to get people. In. No one knew where to go. And they're still trying to get the time off. That's a recipe for disaster. If you don't know what to do, time out, get the right play. Instead, he crosses over, one second left, snap it, he runs right by the tight end or the, or the, or the tackle, whoever's on the outside who didn't wasn't ready for him, and strip sack, and that was it. You can't when you're rushing to get a playoff and this close to the end zone with pass rushing on the other side, you can't you have to yet. gather yourself. Right. Okay. Uh, listen. Where'd my pen go? It, oh, I don't know. But you have, a, you have a market right behind you. I will tell you that um, in that particular play, I thought that was a great that was a de- great defensive call because they were blitzing him. They were they were yeah. sending exotic blitzes towards Allen, and I thought that sometimes they lost and sometimes they won. You Miami's know? got speed on defense too, man. So, it's hard to go against. Yeah. So okay, mm-hmm. listen, entertainment. Guess yeah. what I watched last night? Tell me. I watched. Uh, no, uh, Adjustment, the adjustment bureau. The adjustment bureau. I, 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 
<laughs> really? I told Janice, because we have one of these streamers, I can't remember, but they have the it's Justin on Prime. Bureau. Is it Prime? Oh, it was on Prime, yes. And I said, uh, oh, you know, Billy's been telling me to watch this show. Well, let's watch it. So I watched it. I said, I can't wait. After, <clears throat> after watching it, and as like maybe halfway through the show, I was like, I know why Billy wanted me to watch it, and now we need to come back and talk about it. <laughs> so let, give me, Let's go. Give me the goods. Okay, so let me. <laughs> no spoilers because the movie's about 20 years old. <laughs> what do you mean? This can't be no spoilers. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it's about okay, 20 okay. years old. So people okay. can be like, oh, Steve, I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell me the plot. Okay. Listen, man, it's been out for like 20 years. So, let me, watch it. so let me say this. Um, man, there's so many levels. Let me start with this. Yes. I, it's hard for me to watch a movie with Matt Damon nowadays. I, I really well, look back to twenty years ago. I, Matt I, I Damon, know. I before really, he became crazy. I, I really dislike him so much. Yeah. You know, uh, his 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 elitism, the way he put it just oozes out of him. That yeah. even when I'm watching this character, I'm not a Matt Damon guy either. I, I feel like I see it. You know, what I'm trying to say yeah. it's like, and I and he he can't even hide it as an actor, and it and it and it bothers me. So I had to overcome <laughs> that while I was watching that. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Um, and these are just little tidbits. I think, and you said this is twenty years ago, but I think Emily uh, Emily Blunt is yeah, her name. Yeah, she's the best. I think she's. I, I love her, man. She's my favorite. Yeah. She's, she's the reason why I watched that movie. She's the reason why I watched um, with Tom Cruise. Yeah, Die yes. Another Day or and Tomorrow. So what, what is she known for? I have no idea. Okay, but I, listen, she's I, in the the Quiet Place movies now. Those are intense. I didn't. I didn't. I uh, never those watched are, that. Those, those, are, those are prime movies too, right? Um, they might be on there now. Oh, you mean they're, they're, those are movies that oh, actually... Oh, they're real movies, okay, yeah. Okay. They, are, they are intense. But all I... The first time... I, it took me a while to realize, like, where do I... There's something about this woman that's drawing me in. Yeah. And then it took me a while to realize, oh, this is the woman from uh, whatever that movie was yeah, with Tom Edge Cruise. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, yes. So anyway, I love her. She, she's, she's a great actress. There, there are some actresses or actors... There's something about their facial expressions, the yes. way they're able to express emotion in their eyes or yeah. something like that that just draws we, you we in and makes you believe. We say when we're around here with Amy and I, like, like that person's got a good face. Yes. Like that's, you can tell, it's like, that's a good face. You you can feel what they're feeling just by them doing like, just an eye roll, just a, an eyebrow raise. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I totally get it. Great face. On a side note, I saw a movie, I saw the first movie that Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon was on. Okay. It, it was called... Um, the Man in the Moon. So I think it's called The Man in the Moon. I think she was like 16 years old, 15 or 16. She was really, okay. really young, but she was playing a 14-year-old, and she looked every bit of a 14-year-old. So she was, so she was a late bloomer I like for Reese sure. She cracks me up, too. Dude, man, again, when I was watching that movie, she had, what you just said, what you just good said? Good face. She had, oh, man, she had a good face. I mean, she, gut-wrenching watching her yeah. act, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. So You get the right facial expression, you need to say she, anything. She had it, they, they saw it, Early, they caught her early. She yeah. is in the right industry as an actress. Okay, going back to uh, adjustment bureau. If this, I said, if the the big story, the big, the long and short of it is, Billy, Steve. if this movie is your I, idea of God, oh my goodness, man, I'm 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 totally I'm so concerned. Well, your idea of God is he's a giant jerk. If no, you don't do what he but, says, but, he's going to smite but, but, you and burn you listen, in hell forever. Listen, this guy how, or woman, how, as they say, how how he is a very understanding you, person. Okay, I'm not. I'm going to let that. I'm going to let that slide. What you just said about my view of God. I'm going to let that slide for a second. But I'm not wrong because I want to go. No, you're 100 percent wrong. No, I'm not. But I want to go back to. I want to. I want to keep it on topic when yeah. it comes to this, because um, the idea that, um, well, so. Number one, you're you're 
I wanted to know your premise behind your idea that things, things, um, how you say it? Like you can't control what happens. Like it's going to happen. The like, only it, thing like, that can happen will happen. Will happen, right? And yeah. so, Mike, is that something that you that this movie validated for you, or you had you came you walked away from this movie? And you came up with that idea, ideology. No, I've always, I've always. So you always that. had it. So then yeah. when we watch this movie, you're like, ah, see, I knew it. No, not really. They, this actually contradicts that. How, how so? If you put, if you do something strong enough, something will change for you. Well, okay. but it'll have to change. Well, no, because that's listen, the opposite of this, no, this if, movie. But if you could, remember, the reason that they they kept colliding with each other is because they were supposed to be together. Yeah. So, but still, but that, but like. I can dig my heels in and say, yeah, this is the only thing that can't happen will happen, and it can line up with this. But this also can line up with the only thing that can't happen will happen, but it's not supposed to, and everything will do its you know, due diligence to not let it happen. It'll cross all the T's, that all the I's, and your conviction is the only chance you have to, cha- to change it. So, I, so, not to belabor the point, I think that when... I, I was definitely... Mm, I don't know how to say it, but... The fact that they kept colliding and the let's just call them angels, right? And the angels couldn't stop them from colliding. I was I was getting frustrated with the with the, the premise of the movie, like, you know, that they there will if if there is a God that's controlling on this, that their will can uh outweigh what God wants, right? So that was frustrating for me a little bit, right? Well but, these these could be lower level guys. But, like but, they call them the chairman. The chairman still has to report to the president or you, to the, you think, the CEO. No, they doesn't they, 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 they never gave me any kind of indication that that happened. But that was frustrating me a little bit. But then later on when they said, Oh, we understand now because they were supposed to meet here, they're supposed to meet here, they're supposed to meet. Here. So they were supposed to meet. Yeah. You know, it was so supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. They so that, just, that, that that's kind of softened yeah. my my light that light. They my, had they were set up to succeed, right. but something impeded. So they tr- kept trying to get them together. And then when they realized, you know what? We can't they can't they're not supposed to be together. Let's change course. Let's change course. But it still ended up with this so, meeting. Going back to the idea of God, this is I, I, I when I looked at this movie. I looked at this like a and and if I didn't know Billy, I would still feel the same way. So I want you to know it's not because of you that I'm feeling what I'm saying what I'm about to say because you know how I feel about like Lucifer. Oh um, man, I watched it again the other day. Such this a good show. this that movie. You know how I, you know how I tell you that there's imperceptible things that happen that we allow to, to in our consciousness, specifically kids. Yeah. That start to form their minds and form how they think and form what they do, and they don't even realize it, right? Yeah. This is one of those movies where I think that it is so is is it, it was done well, but the message behind the movie is cor- is a is a corrupt message, because it gives you a view, it gives you no respect or no awe of a higher authority. It it makes it seem like you as a human being you can force your will you can brute force your way into making god change his mind not at all this was a this was a free will and he says it i go through here they're going to erase my mind you'll never see me again nothing this will all go away if you come with me you know there's a chance everything is still going to go bad they'll erase both of our minds but you'll be here and you have the chance to you know this is the what they've been told the entire show the entire movie is if you cross the line, so to speak, they're going to erase your memory. You're done. That's it. You will not exist. Da 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 da. So you have you risk all of it. Your free will to go. Okay, listen, I'm going to risk everything because I th- I feel 
there's something more here than what I'm being told. And he wasn't wrong because their paths were supposed to cross early on. Mm -hmm. So we had the feeling was there. So for you to say, you know, well, circumvent God or whatever, he they were supposed they were supposed to be on that path per the outline by God. And then when God saw, oh, you know what, there's a problem here. These, you know, maybe we'll we'll fo- we'll focus on this another day. We'll got to get more things to worry about. They still kept bumping into each other. Then okay, so, maybe I maybe I abandoned this a little too soon. Maybe these people are supposed to be good. Okay, but and let's that, see what happens. But, so there you go, right there, that right there, what you just said. Yeah. Maybe I abandoned this too soon, right? Are you going to confirm my God is a jerk if you don't do it my way? You no, go to hell. No, way? That's not what I'm saying. It's, the, it's the, about the, to come out no, in my in your it's, terms it's not, with my. It's not. It's not. Okay. okay, if what I say validates that, call me out on it. Because I you already did, but I'll no, do it again. I didn't say it though. I'll I didn't say anything yet. I didn't say anything yet. Okay. So the whole free will thing, you know, I'm down with that, right? Yeah. I mean, that is the message of the Bible. So so free far, will. Are we on point that he that they had free will. That if I go through here, everything could go sideways. Yes or no? Was yeah, that a, yes, okay? I agree, hundred percent. Right. Okay, so okay. so far we're on the we're same on the same page. page. Here. So right. it wasn't the idea of the free will that bothered me. Yeah. I, so I, this I can see how I misunderstood sometimes because I want to make it clear it wasn't the idea of the free will because I'm I I believe that that's yeah. what that's true. Yeah. What bothered me is that. The the movie went to great lengths to say to show that this is what God wants, the chairman, whatever. Yeah. Right? This is what He wants, and wittingly or unwittingly, and I believe it's wittingly. I believe they knew what they were doing. They were trying to show that you can subvert what God wants, and by by them saying like, you know what, I don't care that we're not supposed to be together. I don't care what any of these guys are saying. We're going to do this, you know, and we're going to do this and either we're going to do this and die or we're going to do this and change his mind. And this and and more specifically, I it, it was almost as if they were saying we're going to do this and the fact that and so I don't even have a problem with them. You know what? I don't even have a problem with them saying we're going to do this and you know, I don't care about what they say. I don't have a problem with that cuz I think that's the human nature. Mm-hmm. We turn against God all the time. So that's not the problem. The problem that I had is that they did it and then it's like, "Oh, God changed his mind." Love and, conquers and, all, Steve. Don't and, you don't you watch that, TV? Listen, that's the I'm glad we had this I'm glad don't we this out. I, I had that's I the see issue the hashtag right all the time. Cuz God, God doesn't change his mind. Like but, he'll but let love you can allow him to be a softer Entity. He'll he'll let you he'll let you he'll give you the free will to do whatever you want to do, right? And well, how it plays out, it plays out. If it if it if you get a, a, a what do you call it a lobotomy lobotomy yeah lobotomy if, if it turns into a lobotomy it turns into a lobotomy if if you know whatever whatever it plays out it plays out. But at the end, he doesn't change his mind. And I think that this movie is saying like if you push hard enough, you can change God's mind. And let me tell you how that or, how, how that plays out in real terms. But say or, and then I'll tell you. Or the, okay, it went exactly how it was supposed to go. They were supposed to be together. Did they end up together? Um, yep, they, they ended up together, right? So, but but what, they, what they only to, they only ended up together because God changed His mind. But He was supposed. That, but they were written on according to the plan to be together. See, and that that that's a gray area there because at the very end of the movie. Remember, uh, I forgot his name now, Mackie, yeah. said that, and he rewrote your plan, and he showed him the book, Yeah. right? So that means that he had he rewrote it and wrote it in a way that they could be together. But, but the original plan was to be together. But what, what was their justification for them not being together? I Never. There was I like three points. There was, well, no, he, 
they were supposed to be together. Something happened. They missed a train or something. His coffee spilt on him. No, and, no, no. I'm saying well, past that, that. that was the that was where they were supposed to be together. But I think that was the first hint of like these two. You know, that's not lining up. But then when they realized they were going to be together, they were still could be together. They the plan was for them to be together. If he stayed, she loses her hopes and dreams. Mm-mm, that was a threat. If you, you got to go back and look at it because I uh, listen, this is this is fresh I, in my mind. I know this is so, fresh in my mind. So also. when um when w- remember the the coffee was supposed to spill. Yeah. At the park. Yeah. Which means he would have never made it to the bus, which yeah. means he would have never hooked up with her. Yeah. Okay. Because he the coffee because that coffee didn't spill in the park, he made it to the bus, he saw her again, and now everything's being thrown yeah. off whack. So as the movie they, went I, don't, on, I don't think they ever shown the original were supposed to be together. Well, it was I, I, it I, was well, always let me refresh your memory, because later on, as they were struggling and they were they were not succeeding, he got called upstairs, if you will. Yeah. And they're in this library section and they pulled out some books and said, Look, they were supposed to be together in 19 yeah. this year and this yeah. year and this year. In the past. They're referring to the past. Yeah. But it wasn't very clear why it never happened. I'm not sure if they ever showed it. I know what happened. I think they I think I think they were supposed to be together. Then I believe his father died. Then his path changed because his father died, because that was pure chance. That wasn't written by the chairman. Mm-hmm. So the father dying derailed the plan that they had set up for him. His plan was to be with her going forward. Father died a pure chance. It set him in a different path for, for I think it's for politics, to run for governor than president. Mayor, stuff. I yeah. mean, president, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry president. So that caused, what do they call it, a deviation from the plan based on chance, his father dying, him seeing a different route. So they realized, okay, he could better serve humanity, so to speak, if he takes this path Versus this path, so so so, which means that but because of chance, now they're going to now yeah. they're past the verge, right? Yeah. But then later on, God changed His mind and allowed them their paths to converge, and that and that didn't that, change your mind. They happened to come across each other again well, by well, chance. Right. But then, but the but the angels were trying to break this up, break this up, break yeah. this up, break this up, and they kept failing, and then ultimately God changed His mind, right, and, and allowed them to converge again. And or that, he probably decided, you know, the chance was a silly thing. I'm going to stay to my original plan because chance got in the way. Again, God changing his mind. And what I'm saying to you is that there's no indication at all. I, I, like, if there is a God, right? And I always say that. I always preface it with this because I know what I believe, but I'm putting yeah. it out there in the ethos for those who don't believe. If there is a God, the I, that means he created everything, that everything hangs in the balance because of him. The idea that he would change his mind because of something that we did, you know, that his creation did, that to me, you know, not just change his mind, but something that he's like, he's dead set against, that he's going to change his mind on that. That to me is like a bad message. And that, and I walked away with that. But there's a second thing. I know we just, the time, but I wanted to say this. Yeah. There was a, there was a time, remember when they, he did an interview and she was waiting in the green room and then they diverged him so he couldn't hook up with her and so yeah. now he's in this big warehouse by himself yeah that's when the new guy shows up right yeah. and he's saying like look thompson we, uh, we, yeah thompson yeah we giving you we gave you chances here and he just went through history of where they gave him chances and every time human screwed it up human screwed it up so he's like yo you screwed up so much so we gotta you know we, we just gotta we, we we're stopped we're not giving you chances anymore because you screwed it up so many times over history yeah and um damon said well um well, 
look how bad the world is, you know, saying like, you know, you, you've been in charge, look how bad the world is. Yeah. And his response was, well, at least you guys are still alive. Something to that effect, yeah, right? Yeah. I thought it was a great line. I, I thought it was actually it was a great line. We we could have Th- erased that, you guys long ago that, that, and started over, that, but we that, decided not that to. That interaction was actually pretty good. Yeah. That that writing was pretty good. But here's the thing: the whole movie and and, and it was amplified by example. Um, it was uh, highlighted in that scene. They never talked about sin. They never talked about the devil. They never talked about a, a counterforce. Forget about the devil because they use God or angels yeah. here. But they never talked about a counterforce that was actually like like a third guy in the room that was actually throwing shade. Maybe they're Jewish. They never. <laughs> Hold on, Jewish people believe in the devil. I don't. They don't. They don't. Jewish people don't have hell. I don't. I don't know if Jewish people have hell, but they definitely believe in a counter. Uh, listen, think about this for a second. The the half the Bible is Jewish text. Oh yeah. I know. It, it, so so the whole idea of the devil, the whole idea of evil, comes from the Jewish text. Well, I know. I just I see it on often. Jewish people don't have hell. They, I, I don't know. I, I well, I will tell you this. In terms of, I don't know. I'm just that's what right, I, right. I see all the time. They have. I don't even know if they have a heaven, but they don't. They don't have something or have something. That'd be know. interesting to look up. I could tell you that. In terms of Judaism, if if the being Jewish doesn't mean that you're religious. Yeah. There are so many. I mean, one of my best friends for years was Jewish. Celebrated all the. The major holidays, yeah. right? And I remember one day asking him, like, do you know what this holiday is about? He had no clue. He just did it because I'm his mom made Jewish, him do it. Happy, uh, happy Jewish New Year. Yeah. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, right? Or y- Yom Kippur. I don't know. I, just, I think it's Yom Kippur. You can't go wrong with Jewish New Year. Right. See how you make that easy? <laughs> you don't you don't. Anyway, up. anyway, so I watched it. I see, the, I see how it validates your flawed thinking. And, I, I, man, I just, I pray for you, Billy. That, that you can overcome your your intellect and why? just if submit. I, if I do good things, God will help me out. I mean, uh, why would I want someone to pray for me when I can get the big man to help me out myself? I just uh, be a good it's guy. It's so flawed. It's so flawed. Don't okay, you just watch TV and everything makes it better. So you ready for politics? Uh, I don't have a choice. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. Okay. Let me read this to you. Okay. Let me find it. Give me the goods. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. All right. Okay. I know what you guys are thinking. Steve came in pre-planned, ready to go, and still not ready. Now, I'm listen, with you. It's listen, very weird. You know, let me say this. I have this phone <laughs> that does your – I don't know if your phone does this. Listen, if we're going to talk about phone problems, we'll be here all day long. Does I, your, I hit the same. When I want to go to the internet, I hit the mail button. I want uh, – the buttons, they always seem to get in the way of what I need to get but done. I want to know, does your phone lock with – like, do you have control of when it locks? Yeah. Yeah, I have it said like five minutes. But can you have it where it doesn't lock at all? I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. So I have the same issue. Yeah. So my phone, I have it at the longest, whatever the longest period is, yeah. that's where I have it. And it never seems to be long enough. My phone keeps locking Oh, I got on you. Me. That's why if you see me do, sitting over here, I keep tapping the phone just right. because I know it's set it to the longest one. And I want to see the I want to see the timer, but if it goes blank, I won't see it. So I know every now and then I'll tap. So yeah, I'll try to remove it. It's five minutes is the longest, I believe. I got like three, I got like five or six sentences I want to read to you real yeah, quick. Man. The FBI reportedly arrested Catholic pro-life activist and author Mark Hook in a raid on his rural home early Friday morning. Hook, 
48 out of Pennsylvania is the is the latest target of a string of Department of Justice sponsored SWAT raids and arrest as at least two dozen federal agents swarmed his property in Bucks County with about 15. Okay, that's not irrelevant. Yeah. The, um, the father of seven is also the co-founder and president of the Kingsmen, a nonprofit group that promotes healing for victims of pornography and addiction. Okay. Hook drives two hours south to Philadelphia every Wednesday to a sidewalk council for six to eight hours at two different abortion centers, according to his wife. And here it is. The wife described the incident in which her husband shoved a pro-abortion activist away from his 12-year-old son after the man kept hurling crude, inappropriate, and disgusting comments. The man who was not hurt tried to sue Hook. This, this went to court. Yeah. Charges were filed, but it was ultimately thrown out of district court in Philadelphia this summer, but somehow picked up by the Justice Department. So just to be clear, yeah. he's a pro-lifer. He goes down and he tries to counsel people who are trying to get abortion, like as yeah. they're going to get abortion, right? A guy who has a problem with this started hurling threats and saying, you know, bad things and getting up too close to his 12-year-old, imagine Liam, and he pushes him off like, yo, yo, you're getting too close. That guy tries to sue him, tries to press charges, and the the, the local government throws it out. Yeah. And then the feds pick it up. So he gets thrown out by the local government, the feds pick it up, and here's what I'm in, this is the last thing I read. Okay. The Justice Department, meanwhile, uh, the meanwhile, accused Hook of having assaulted a reproductive health care clinic escort in violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrance, Entrance Act, which makes it a federal crime to use force with the intent to injure, intimidate, and interfere with anyone because that person is a provider of re re reproductive health care. Okay. There is an act on our books that is called... Freedom of Access to Clinical Entrance Act, which basically says that you can't stop, that you can't get in the way of anyone who's escorting someone to an abortion clinic. And the, 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 it's three years in prison, $350,000 fine, all that good stuff, right? But there's yeah. an act on the books where the local government, the local precincts, investigated this and said there's no there there you know this guy clearly was invading the space we're not going to press any charges we're not going to pursue this and the federal government picked it up and raided this guy's house in the middle of the morning with some guy there's, there's a lot of um, explanations here but yeah. uh, descriptions here but they came guns blazing to arrest this guy mm -hmm. this is out of control agreed this is this is running amok. This is the FBI out of control. This is the weaponization of the FBI it's by the, the liberals. Wep weaponization. And anyone who can justify this type of, you know, again, he wasn't arrested by local police. He was brought in local charges. Local people said, nah, it's no big deal. 
So the fact that the federal government picked up some random guy from pushing someone in his kid's face and you feel that you're going to have to back that up as a liberal, you've got to, you got to get your mind right. You know, there is there is nothing you can say that could justify the federal government getting into this into this guy's business, citing some ridiculous act. He didn't stop an escort from getting in. Nobody was going to get aborted. He was walking there. Some guy got in his face and he nudged him back. Yo, get up, get out of here. My kid's here. Right. So for them to use this, you have to see you have to think for yourself and say, you know what? Listen, was this guy escorting someone to get an abortion? Was this guy yelling at her, don't do it, you're, you're a killer, and this happened? No. It was people protesting, him going somewhere, some guy yelling at him and his kid, and him saying, yo, get away from my kid. That is not the same. You cannot back up the weaponization of the federal government because you you are pro-lifer or pro-choice or whatever it is. You can't do that. You have to have right and wrong, common sense in your head to realize, listen— I would be all for it if somebody was escorting someone to, like, if the roles were reversed. If this guy was hurling profanities at a 17-year-old girl being walked there by her mom, you guys would freak out if nobody said anything about it. Exactly. So here it is, just a random person walking, nobody getting, being escorted, and yelling at a little kid. Now it's no, oh, you know, it's we're going we're gonna to incite this act. Where's the escort? Where's the person getting having the abortion? Right. It should be thrown out. The problem is it shouldn't even get to the place where it has to be thrown out because it shouldn't have come up. It was already discredited at the local at level the local where it level. needs to be. Exactly. Government, big government is this. What the Democrats want, what the liberals want. They want total control. They want the federal government to control every aspect of your life. The Republicans, the conservatives, and, and some moderate Democrats want less government. Let the local people handle it. The United States is 50 individual little states making the nation. Let your local government handle it. If they deem it, this is nonsense, leave it at that. The fact that the government is overstepping, you should have a problem with. So uh, I want to give you some context for a second. Yeah. I I, I don't remember I ever told you this, Billy, but once when I, you know, you know, my brother's been, was locked up for decades, right? And so this happened in his early 20s when he got locked up. I think it was like 21 so that means I, w- I must have been like 19. So I was at home at my parents' house at the time. Yeah. And they were, they were, they were at this point, they were looking for him. There was like a, a, a task force put together to take down this gang. Yeah. And quote unquote, my brother was supposed to be the leader of this gang. All okay. Right. And so they got, a, they got, they zeroed in on our home that that's where he's going to be. Now, right now, if you see my brother and I, we look a lot alike, right? Yeah. But that's because. I put on a lot of weight over the years. But when I was 19 years old, trust me, the difference was stark between the two of us, okay? He was much bigger, and I was much smaller, okay? But anyway, and my my brother was into some violent acts. He he did some really jacked up stuff that deserved to be taken down. Like, he deserved to be in jail for several years, right? When they came to the house, it was the middle of the night, it was dark. And they came, they surrounded the house, floodlights, guns are blazing. I mean, it was Jeez, it was exactly what was described here. Yeah. So I've I've experienced that. I remember when Jeff was here and he said, like, yo, I've been raided before. It's like, yo, I've been raided before. Yeah. I know what it's like. I've been put in cuffs, dragged yeah. out. And I'm like, you got the wrong person. You know what yeah. I say? You know, thank God my parents were there. My parents were going on a cruise the next day. Yeah. If they would have waited one day later. I would have been I would have been in jail for, for you, I don't buddy. know how long, yeah. you know? 
because they wouldn't believe. And then you would have to pay to get out and still be. I don't even know if they would have paid. I don't even know he they even accepted bond because that's how cruddy his life was at the time. I don't even know they gave him. Well, no. Kind of once bail. they realized you were the wrong person, you would still have to pay something I, for being you, for their mistake. I don't even know if they would even know. Yeah. At ultimately, yeah, yeah. If it yeah. took a week, whatever. When I did get out, it would have cost me money to get out. Yeah. Yes, I understand. But all I know is that thank God my parents were there because my pa- my mom was in tears like. No, that's the good kid. That's, yeah, that's the good the kid. You should say. And they took them back inside the house and they talked. And then finally, the guy came out and said, "I'm sorry, you know, took took the cuffs off me." You know, I mean, it was it was a frightful thing. I mean, helicopters. I forgot to mention there were helicopters <laughs> up. It was it was a big ordeal. Man. So I'm telling you to tell you that. And and my brother was a criminal. He was a violent criminal, and he deserved every bit of it. Okay. Yeah. For this guy. I, I just read some credentials. He does counseling for people who suffer from from, from pornography. He he counsels people, you know, like that had abortions, you know, to, for for their emotional state. All he did was push somebody that was getting too close to his twelve year old, and and this guy got the same treatment that my brother got. Yeah, no, my brother should have gotten, you know, but I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm telling you, that's over the top. You 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 know the profile of the person you're coming after. You know, it's like, yo, man, this guy. In fact, you don't even have to get him at home. You know what I'm saying? You can get him while he's driving his car and, yeah, and no, pull him over. You need to be pissed off because we've all seen the video of the guy wielding the axe and, and burger and McDonald's in New York. Oh, yeah. And being let out on 50000 Nope, No bail. I, no, he didn't. It was no bail or 50000 No, it was Some, no. I think it was okay. no bail. I saw a bunch of like the pictures I saw. Like, right. They were putting memes together and whatnot. Okay. Regardless, fifty thousand or no bail. This guy wasn't even arrested, I believe, at the time. And and then if he, when, when he was, he was let go. This is a, a upstanding member of society who gets raided. You have to see the distinction and say, damn, man, we're on the wrong side right now. Yes. I like climate change. I like inclusivity. I like gay guys. I like all this stuff. But holy crap, man, we're this on the wrong much. side yeah, right this now. This is a problem. Right. So I'll end it with this. Going all, circling all back around the FBI. I watched an interview this week. Oh, God, who did the interview? Don Bangino. Yeah. Dan Dan Bangino did the interview and it was part two of an interview with a FBI whistleblower. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this because I didn't know this. I, I heard rumblings that there were whistleblowers coming out out of the woodworks from the FBI. From the FBI. Yeah, I heard and, a little and bit. Everything, too. And it all started after the Donald Trump raid. Okay, the Mario Law raid. I heard, you know, but I didn't know how much teeth was into it yeah. until I saw this interview. And I just stumbled upon it. By the way, Rumble, you got to watch. Switch to Rumble. Everyone needs to switch to Rumble. It's not perfect, but it's getting there. Yeah. So anyway, I watched it. And this guy, so what I gleaned from it was this. One, there are, this guy happens to represent like a couple of hundred whistleblowers. So it, he's not alone. Like he, like he's the face of like two hundred FBI agents who are saying something is wrong. And then what else I found out was that he he only he's only one cluster of like a potential handful of clusters of FBI agents who are saying something is wrong. Yeah. So that means there's like thousands of FBI potentially thousands of uh, of whistleblowers who are saying something is wrong. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Number two. He said that. The FBI from 9-11 to present day has changed their their charter, changed their reason for being in business. For, they were always supposed to be a law enforcement agency, a, a federal law enforcement agency. But after 
Bush kind of put the mandate out there that it needed to switch from, they, they needed to be more intelligence gathering. Yeah. Okay. Well, intelligence and law enforcement. And to this guy's, this guy's point is like, that is what destroyed, and that is what is destroying the FBI. Because you can't do both. Because yeah. you can't spy. And, 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 and I remember Jeff and I had this conversation this weekend about like, when you embed people like, you know, drug DEA and stuff like yeah. that. That's that's different than the kind of spying that the FBI is doing. They're doing like CIA level kind of spying. Yeah, I was gonna say even right? spying is the right. CIA's job. Right. So the, uh... so they so they're like spying and being they so they have the gun and they have, you know, whatever the other equivalent is. They're yeah. doing two things and it's supposed to be separation of powers. Okay. So fast forward to where we are now, because of what started twenty plus years ago, and now we are where we are now. You have this line that's drawn where you have the agents that's on the ground, mm -hmm. and then you have this executive branch of the FBI. The agents on the ground are career agents. They've been yeah. there doing it for years, you know, saying they believe in the cause. They, they believe red, white, and blue. Yeah. The executives, they're all, almost all of them are politically appointed. Of course. So what's been happening now Weaponized. is that you have, depending on your political allegiance, when you're in this level, your mandates now no longer come from the facts on the ground. Yeah. Your mandate comes from the White the House. Lobbyists. The lobbyists. That's what they are. The, you, the you senators. Know, your, whoever, your whoever, yeah, whoever's in charge, whoever's in yeah. power now dictates what they want you to look yeah, at, again, what that, they want you to do. That's how they do when you, somebody gives you money for your campaign. You take care of them first. Hey, listen, we appointed you, FBI guy. So now you got to go after who we go after. Law and order no longer apply. You need to stop the people who are def who are coming after our power grab. You got to get a hold of those people. You know, facts and logic be damned. So think about this. We just brought up this whole abortion thing, right? This guy pushing, right? Wrap but, up. But we know that um, just a few months ago that the FBI were looking at parents who went to um, school board meetings and complaining about CRT and they were called domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. We know that within the last few, uh, within the last year that, that Biden stood up a, ta a task force, task force, force force within the FBI looking at domestic terrorists and yeah. how to define domestic terrorists yeah, on the guys with the with the bombs in the yeah, shoes yeah, not those but guys. the people who are complaining who are who are going against the go who are saying I don't like how you're doing things in our country. Yeah. That's who they're calling domestic terrorists, terrorists people, now. People who people who are saying Biden you suck and your policies are ruining our country. The his ego is getting hurt or the handlers of his are getting hurt. They so the people like us are deemed a threat because we don't want to give over our control, our livelihood to these crazy people. So this guy was saying that free speech, he said, like, look, Steve may be an a-hole. Yeah. Right? Steve may be an a-hole and he may be a, a and he may have thoughts about Biden and the way he expresses them may, may be a-hole-ish, right? Yeah. But guess what? Steve has the First Amendment. Yeah, freedom Steve of has speech, free man. speech. But because of these political appointees and the things that they tell us that we have to investigate, he'll say, like, I'll go and look into something that, 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 that's about X. Yeah. And they'll tell me double-coded so that it includes Y now. It's not only is it X, but it's X and Y. So when you think about what's going on in January 6th and that whole thing that happened, I'm not going through all the details. I'm just telling you that there's so much that he said. But when you think about what's going on with January 6th and how much resources are being put in that, yeah. it's all coming from the political level saying, hey, this is what we want you to investigate. And they're coming after Americans 
they're they're coming after Americans in such a way, going back to what you're saying about weaponizing, that it's like, hold on a second. Something is wrong. This is not what we're supposed to be. This is not America. This is not what we signed up for. Well, they want to be like China. They want to have a communist place, a communist country. So they're because they, they want their federal police. We've talked about this in one of our very first episodes. Defund the police has nothing to do with racism and all this other nonsense. It has to do with them having a federal police where they can continue to break the rules and we have nothing to say about it. And if we say something, hey, go get those go guys. Go get them just like That's this guy. That's what they're doing. Go with the guns. All go the with other the, communist countries do this. And they're that trying life to get out of the kids. it. Yeah, look around. Weaponizing the Department of the uh, Department of Justice, FBI, and all that stuff, they do it in China, Venezuela, places like that. It's not being hidden. Cuba, like it, it's it's out Russia, there. It's for Iran. you to go look. Like it's not it's not a guessing game. We're not conspiracy cornering here. Right. This is real. You have comparables. Are like you looking for a house? Where are the comm set? Is this three bedroom? This is three bedroom. You have communist countries that are doing this. We're doing this. We're not a communist country. Well. That's the only difference because we have us who so are still allowed to say, no, you're wrong. So you got to you got to got to forget political party here. They're trying to listen. And when if and when they get their totalitarian government, they're coming for you. You're all we're all screwed. Yes. But That's but, it. but your freedoms are gone, too. Yeah. When they, when they take away our all. freedom, when they take away our freedom to oppose the, the government just by words, when they yeah. take away that, that they're. I, ultimately, there's things that you believe in look that they're going to be able to take away like as a slide, well. Like a sliding scale. Right. They want 100% control. Right now, the conservatives are 100% opposed to that. So they're going to go from the 75 slide uh, to 100% away from it and knock all those people out. So Steve and I are gone. And then you have the people from 70% to 50% that are moderate. Well, you're, you're like what they're doing, but you still understand what's going on. You got to go. You're gone now. You got to go. And now you got the 25 to 50 where you are you like what he's saying. You're all what they're saying. But once in a while you think, well, maybe gas should be a little bit lower. You're gone. Right. Now you got only their brainchild left, and that's it. So they're going to get you eventually. They're locusts. When they, when they dissolve and destroy whatever they want, they have to move on. They don't know any better. And with all that's left, they will cannibalize themselves. We've said this a thousand times on the show. The liberals are cannibals. They will cannibalize themselves when they have nothing else to destroy. Because so they, they have to keep eating. They have to. They don't They don't know how to stop. They have nothing else to do other than destroy. That's what they do. So the way the way to end this particular segment or this conversation is well, This is the wrap-up. We got he five said, minutes. He said that the, the, the line in the sand was when they went after Trump. Not because of not because of his political views, yeah, but because it was it's so obvious to the guys on the boots on the ground that this is this is going after the opposition, yeah. And, and to them, that's like, hold on a second, look, we're, we're law enforcement. You know what I'm trying to say? Someone shoots we're you. We're not enforcers. Yeah. So, someone shoots you, that's a crime. Yeah, no, they're mafia enforcers. But they're, going, they're trying going to after push the, the opposition, what's the difference between what happened in Russia where, uh, you, I don't know if you remember this, an uh, opposition party was in England yeah. and they poisoned him. They like they like uh, they they like sprayed something in his face in his daughter's face. I think she ended up dying. You know what I'm trying to say? And he was in a coma for a while, or something like yeah. that. I mean, they 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 arrested another a writer who was an opposition leader. They didn't even allow him to even be on the ballot, and they arrested him throughout the whole voting process. They they put him up put him up on some Trump charges. I'm telling you, what's the difference? If we can raid our president for quote unquote administrative 
crap, which yeah. I'm already telling you is already made up. I am convinced that it's made up, you know. But th- this is what they want to. Br- this is the charge they want to bring against him, so that he can't run. What's the difference between us and them? And we and to Billy's point, we got to be able to see this. We got to be able to call it out and say, "Hold on a second, I didn't sign up for this." And in fact, this guy was saying, one of the classes that they give. A federal law enforcement that they have to take is is a Holocaust class. Yeah. It's a one day class where they have to go to the Holocaust Museum and they walk them through the whole process only for law enforcement. Yeah. And he said the reason they do this is because they want to say like you want to know how this happened, how this atrocity happened because the politicians, the the cops, the federal cops, the judges, everybody was in cahoots. Yeah. No one said no. No one said, no, we're not going to do this because this is wrong. And they want you to know that it's not going to be excusable for you as a federal agent to say, yeah. I, I was I just doing what I was told. You got to be yeah, able to say, to, yeah. stop. Because they, they go after they go after the very few living, you know, Nazis that say, well, I was just following orders. There's a, you have to human day, decency. Yes. You know you do not torture human beings. You don't need to be following orders. Like, I get if you're a police officer and you got to raid this house. I'm just doing I'm following my orders. I raid the house. Okay, I get it. But when you are a, again, there are levels. Jimmy Johnson said it about his football team X amount of years ago. Quarterback, you know, backup quarterback falls asleep in the meeting. I'm cutting you. Troy Aikman falls asleep. Hey, man, wake up. Come on. Mm-hmm. There are different levels in society. It's very simple. Don't be upset at it. That's how life works. Donald Trump is the next president, okay? Even even regular Donald Trump, billionaire TV personality, doesn't unless the crime is 100% guaranteed to be heinous, doesn't get raided. It's that simple. You're not going to throw him, Mr. Trump, man. I got to talk to you. Right. Listen, you know, someone somewhere said this. Or the, or you, the you, law, lawyers get together, yeah. prosecutor gets together with your lawyer yeah. and say, we need to bring you, him you in. Do, you do the dance. Right. You know, I don't really want to do this, but right. still, you know. Right. The president, again, unless you know for a fact this guy is cutting off heads in Guantanamo Bay, you don't raid his house. He has a level that we don't have. He is a former president. You don't do what they did. It's the opposition. It's the opposition. That's what the, I, it's, I, all, the, the best way of looking at this is flip the script. Let's say it was Obama. Let's say Donald Trump was in office and he did this to Obama. Oh, my God. There's no— They'd be trying to listen, him. He'd be racist. We would, this be, would be civil war. Yeah, this would literally be—they would, they would go and arrest Trump from the, from the White House. Yeah. You know, if you, can, if you flip it and you see the outrageousness in it, then please see the outrageousness in what we're talking about right now. Yeah. This is scary. And so to, the, to, to end this, that's what the guy said. He said every FBI agent— that was involved with that raid, if they would have came to him and said, you're going to go raid the president's house, he would have thrown his badge on the table and said, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like, this is like, this you, you, This is, we know what this is. We're not doing it. That's not what we signed what up they for. What they need to do, not they, they do need it. to use the power of the media, even though they're leftists and crazy, and come out and say, listen, well, this they're doing is it what now. is, no, no, I mean, like, they need to get all of them lined up there. They need to have thir- a 30, 40, 50 you mean agents. FBI agents? Yeah, across the table. It's going to happen. You know what they're waiting for? one guy at a podium. You know what they're waiting for? One. They're waiting for uh, the Congress to flip. Because right now, because they're in no, the minority. No, see, that's the thing. But they can't do it. They don't have the, as senators, well, okay, let me put it this way. No, I get what who, you're saying. Who would you go to? I get what you're saying. Right. If you speak and, and nothing changes, your career is pretty much done. No, no, that's not what I mean. I promise you. What I mean to you is like, who would he go speak to right now? Who? This this agent. 
No, you go, you grab any any camera you see and you say, listen. Who, when you say you go, who's you? Anybody, anyone who has a problem. You get together. If there's, a, if there's multiple clusters of FBI agents who are pissed off, uh-huh. you get all of them in front of a camera. And you really got to stick your neck out. Because to my point, that's what you didn't say earlier then. If you get out there and you say this is wrong and nothing changes, they're going to ruin your career. And, and the only chance that happening, it being a benefit, is... We spoke up, nobody listened, and they fired us. You have to see this is a problem. So you get all those, you get all those guys out there, ladies, whoever it is, all the agents. You don't wait for the for the election to flip. What if it doesn't flip? Then you're gonna stay quiet, and nobody and nobody is benefited by it. I, no, I don't think that they're staying quiet because I because by by virtue of him being on Dan Bangino, he's not being quiet, right? And and the, and there are politicians who already are hearing their voices. They already know. They already come out and said, "We okay. got whistleblowers." Let me rephrase the, it and screw okay. the politicians. Grab a news camera and say, "This is what's going on." We're not waiting for. We're going to see if the election changes. We're not waiting for. Our, listen, this is what's happening, people. Whether you want it political or not, whether you like Trump, don't like Trump, we are telling you. Right now in the FBI, they're only signaling, signaling out Republicans. They're only signaling out pro-lifers. They're going after people who oppose the Biden administration. We are here. We see it. We're executing the orders. We know what's going on, and it's wrong. And that's what you have to do, waiting for this, waiting for that. All you're doing is making sure if the, if the, if the things don't flip, you don't speak your mind first to get the axe when the people don't switch over the senators. You're protecting yourself. So it's not that big of a deal if you're willing to wait and see what happens to protect your career. Hmm. Screw those guys. But, and, but, and screw those guys mean screw the politicians? No, all well, of them. All of them. The, the FBI agents. Every, you, it must not be that big of a no, deal if you're still worried about your career listen, first. Listen, but we wouldn't even... <laughs> <laughs> that's so easy for I you talk to you it is easy that, that, that's my job <laughs> when when we talk about epic times right right every email I get the greatest whatever coming out right but a dollar 99 to read the article and it must not be that big of a deal then so screw you <laughs> if it was that important to change the election change the country change politics change whatever right you would say it we said about 2,000 mules. If it was so important, why could I only watch it after subscribing to your channel, paying my money to watch your video? It must not be that important then. I understand you have a right to make money. But if it is this awe-inspiring change thing, why the hell are you waiting? Why are you charging? Why is it not out there for the people to change the country? It must not be that big of a deal then. You're worried about yourself. And self-preservation is fine. Worry about your career. I'm not. I'm not upset at but, you for but that. Can I, but can I tell you that we wouldn't even have known what I shared if he didn't come out. Okay, you know what he said. How many people watch Dean Blandino, Dean uh, Dan, whatever, Dan, Dan, Dan whoever? How many? Right. Next to zero. But, but I'm saying. So you think that CNN would give him a platform? I think you force the issue. I'm a force the issue guy. If my dryer's not working right, I need a new one. I need a new one. We got to fix it. I'm gonna go cut the power cord. I have no other choice now but to do it. I'm not going to wait and dick around. So, oh, that, you know, so you're maybe. saying you would force a situation where they have yeah, to cover you. Yeah, you have no choice now. Now you're going to make a decision. None of us would have, could have. No, here's here's what needs to be done. Here's what I did. Now let's dance. Let's see what we got. I'm going to leave you with the final word on that one. I, no, I got to let that marinate because I, I, I understand what you're saying and I agree in large part what you're saying. I just, I, if you don't, if... Recording stopped on the camera. Oh, if 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 the end game is not going to work, right? Yeah. Like if this path is going to end up with 
With you don't know unless you try. But and sometimes can't you know? Can't you already know? Like hold on, there's absolutely a cliff over yeah, there. Yeah, they know. They know if they say something and nothing changes in Congress, they're going to lose their jobs. That's what they know. They know that's what's going to happen. So they are not willing to lose their jobs to right the wrong. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at them for that. Mine is philosophical, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. You know there's a problem. You know that it needs to change. You're willing to do something as long as it has some sort of effect on you. That's human nature. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not upset at that. I look at it as it must not be that big of a deal then if you're willing to keep your cushy job in case the Congress flips. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. If it doesn't, like if I know I've got everybody on my side, I'm gonna, if I've got Shaq getting my rebounds, I'm chucking threes left and right. I've got nothing to worry about. But if we I, have nothing to fall back if on. If I got nobody down there, right, if I, if I got Muggsy Bogues down there right. catching rebounds, right. I'm going to be very hesitant on when I, on what I do. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, you're either, you're either shooting or you're not shooting. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So either risk it or don't. More, they're they're, they're choosing to not to. More to come. All right, video cut off. You guys are listening. You know, uh, I'll find a way to put a little and hey, we're over here with Steve. <laughs> but that's it. Uh, watch us on Rumble, please, which I don't know why it cut off. I erased the two-hour video how on here this morning. How much time do you have? No, it's done. It's over. It, no, it how much power off. do you have on the, on the iPad? 70%. No, the, it, we, the iPad filled with space and turned off. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because I erased the two-hour video on here, so there's no reason that it's lost space. But that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a very good day. Peace.